This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. It's our NFL Mock Draft Spectacular. And why is it spectacular? Well, because we're not going to get a single pick wrong. That's right. Uh, Okay, maybe not. Anyways, Mock Draft. That's what we're talking about today. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all new podcast, and today is one of my favorite episodes that we do every year, and that is the NFL Mock Draft Spectacular, and uh, Dad will be giving his mock draft, I'll be giving my mock draft. We are also going to offer an opportunity for you to submit your mock draft and enter into a contest and have a chance to win your very own, <coughs> which is basically an oven for your car, it's a phenomenal product, and uh, so that's what the winner gets. Um, here's the way the contest goes. First of all, you got to email me your mock draft. Email it to the show, sportsstove at bellyupsports.com. Sport, excuse me, uh, when they set it up, we missed an S. So it's sportsstove at bellyupsports.com. You can also send it through social media at sportsstove on Twitter and Instagram as well. You get one point for each player that is selected in round one like you uh, that you put in round one. Five points if you match them to the correct team and pick. Two points if you get them to the correct team but the wrong pick. Two points to the correct pick and the wrong team. So we do not do any drafts in this mock draft or in our contest. So no drafts or trades, excuse me. And so, for instance, if you picked a player to go to the Lions at number two and they trade down to four and still take the same player, you still get two points for getting the correct team but the wrong pick. Five points if you match everything correct as well. Last year, Dad, I don't remember the score last year. We didn't do a contest. It was just me and you, but um, we both did pretty solid in that mock draft. So excited about this year's mock draft as well. Hello, Dad, by the way. Welcome back to the show. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the mock draft here. Yeah, it's again, it's it's my favorite time. I, I love doing this. I love what's ahead. I love doing draft coverage, all that kind of stuff as well. So uh, we're going to dive right into it now. And uh, pick number one is, and by the way, go back and listen if you want to, to. We did three episodes that kind of previewed the draft and talked about each team and whatnot from there. So you can always go back and listen to that as well. All right, Dad, pick number one. Let's see, give me your first three picks. Pick number one is the Jaguars, two is the Lions, three is the Texans. Uh, who do you got going these first three picks? Um, to Jacksonville, I have Hutchinson um, from Michigan. And to Detroit, I have Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. And Houston, I have them taking the big tackle from NC State, uh, Equanu. Okay. Interesting selection. So we agree with Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville taking Aiden Hutchinson as well. 
for a long time, I was thinking Jacksonville may go somewhere else with this pick. But I think at the end of the day, he's the best player in the draft, according to pretty much everybody. Uh, so it only makes sense for Jacksonville to go out and uh, and get him. And again, you put him on the opposite side of Josh Allen. That should boost Josh Allen's rushing ability as well and uh, can create havoc there in the AFC South. Uh, Sauce Gardner with the Lions at number two. What's your mindset there? What do you think? Because we're trying to do predict what they're doing. So what's your what do you think is the, the thought process there? Well, when I looked at what they need, and again, I think he is probably the top corner. And um, again, when I looked at it, it just made sense. When I looked at the other players they could take, I think as far as value is concerned, getting the cornerback is something they could obviously use. And um, getting the best corner, um, just had a feeling that's where they will go. All right, so I'm going to go with Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher from Georgia to Detroit at number two. Um, there were some rumors about Kayvon Thibodeau maybe going going as high as number two here. He's just not a Dan Campbell-type player. Um, so I think Thibodeau just goes a little little later. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I think they go edge rusher. Trayvon Walker's a guy. He's got elite athleticism, uh, a ton of potential. He still needs some development, but I think he's a guy that fits in uh, here for the Lions. And I think cornerback at number two is just hard to do, especially when they kind of swung and missed to some degree with Akudo, Akudo not not long ago. Um, you know, he's been injured and stuff, so he could still turn out to be a good good cornerback in the league. But uh, I think they're going to hold off from that position there. Houston at number three. You went with Iquanu. I went with a different tackle. I went with Evan Neal of Alabama. Uh, I think Iquanu is definitely an option here for them at number three as well. I, I think they take the best player that they have on their board. Um, and I think it'll be one of those two, those two linemen. I think ultimately they go Evan Neal offensive tackle uh number four is the new york jets who you got going number four i have thibodeau going there from oregon all right so he's an interesting player right uh, there's a lot of questions about his motor does he have what it takes to be an nfl uh player can he survive the nfl from a mental aspect of it uh and he's gonna be you know he's got the talent there's no question about that it's a question of whether or not he's got the mindset for the nfl the Jets at four is an interesting team, Dad. Um, I, you know, I looked at a couple of different options here. I actually even considered Kayvon Thibodeau. I didn't go with him. I went with Sauce Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati here uh, to the Jets. But um, pass rush is one of those things. They like a guy that kind of stood up for him last year. And uh, they brought in Carl Lawson, who ended up getting injured. I don't think he played a single snap with them, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to pull up my... Um, Sorry, I didn't have it pulled up, so I'm not where I need to be. Um, I'm giving you the other guy. But anyways, the Jets, they're a defensive-minded staff. Um, obviously, they that's kind of the direction that they're going to lean. Uh, so you have to expect, I think, the best defensive players to go off the board here early to the Jets. And I've got their, the guy that I'm trying to think of. And for whatever reason, I always forget his name. Opposite of Carl Lawson. Maybe. There we go. Technology is great when it works. John Franklin Myers uh, is the guy that they really like. He had a, a, a good year. And so I don't think they go edge here because of the fact that they've got uh, Myers, who they like. They've got Lawson if he's healthy. But they very well could because, again, a, a talent like Thibodeau just kind of makes sense uh, if you believe in him. I'm not sure that he fits Robert Salah, um, if that's something that will fit that mindset again. If you have questions about a mindset, I'm not sure the Jets are willing to take that risk 
at number four. I think they go safer. So I've got Sauce Gardner, cornerback from Cincinnati, uh, there where you have Thibodeau. Number five is the Giants. They've got a number of directions they can go. I'll tell you, I went ahead and put in uh, Equanu there, the offensive lineman from NC State, as the Giants have to protect the quarterback. Who do you have number five there to the Giants? Uh, I have the opposite. I have Neil. Where I didn't pick him earlier, I had Neil going in this pick. Yeah, again, it makes sense. The two top tier offensive linemen. It kind of just depends on the team and who they have, um, you know, on on the board ahead of the other one. Evan Neal, Alabama, Iquanu, uh, NC State. If they're not both off the board by number five, I'll be shocked uh, uh, by the end of the Giants pick. But uh, so there we go. Both go offensive linemen for the Giants. Number six is the Panthers. The Panthers are a team that could be interested in quarterback. I think it's too high for quarterback, but they could be there. Uh, Pickett is tied to Matt Rule from the recruiting days. Of course, Willis available there from Liberty as well. Um, but they need a lot of different things as well. And they're looking to win this year. So, Dad, who do you go number six to the Panthers? Um, I'm going to go with another offensive tackle and go cross from Mississippi State. Whoa, okay. I've got him way further down. Um, they need offensive linemen, and if they think he's a top six player in this draft, then by all means, it's worth going. I went with Kayvon Thibodeau here uh, from Oregon, the edge rusher. Some people said he slides out of the top 10. I just think he's too talented to slide out of the top 10. And the Panthers needing a home run hit uh, seems like a good good position to go, uh, in my opinion, at least, <clears throat> there. Okay, uh, number seven, back to the New York football giants. Both of us had him going offensive linemen with their first pick. Who do you got him going here with their second pick? This is where I've got Walker from Georgia going. Didn't have him going as early. And, again, this is a guy they shouldn't pass up if he's there. And they would really be helping themselves with um, those two picks with an offensive lineman if they can get Walker. Yeah, Trayvon Walker is a great edge rusher. He's going to provide, again, a lot of upside with him. Uh, I have the Giants going offense here. The last year they swung and missed on Kadarius Toney. Even some rumors that they're trying to trade him already this year. I have him going with the first wide receiver off the board, Ohio State's Garrett Wilson, uh, here at number seven. Uh, I think Wilson is the safest pick at wide receiver. Drake London, obviously very talented, number one on a lot of people's boards. I think they go Garrett Wilson here with number seven. I, I think the Giants are prime targets to trade down for the record. We just don't do trades in, in our mock drafts. And uh, so if they sit steady at five and seven, I see him going wide receiver here at number seven, as that's a huge need. Uh, for them uh number eight is the falcons atlanta uh uh saucy pick here maybe a quarterback going off the board who do you got going to atlanta um i have the guy you picked in the last round wilson from ohio state i think they go wide receiver and i think wilson's the top one and that's who i had there the falcons are in desperate need for wide receiver help (laughs) they are in desperate need for wide receiver help if Garrett Wilson's there, I could see them going. But, Dad, I've got him going quarterback. Malik Willis from Liberty as uh, the first quarterback off the board at number eight. Um, he has a, a relatively similar style to Marcus Mariota. There is some mobility definitely there. Um, he's got a better arm than Mariota, I think. And I think you bring Willis in with the idea of Mar- Mariota playing all of this year, maybe even two years before you bring in Malik Willis. But Malik Willis being the quarterback of the future in Atlanta – So I've got the first quarterback going off the board at number eight. Uh, Number nine is another interesting team in the Seattle Seahawks. They need several things. They need a quarterback, but they need other things as well. 
I took me a little while to figure this one out. I think I landed with the right pick, but dad, who do you have at number nine? Yeah, this is an interesting one. And I'm like you, I, I looked at a lot of different people to see where it, uh, where it fit, but I think they may take a little bit of a chance here. It may not be a chance. And I went with Stingley from LSU. We're on the same page on this one, dad. Stingley's <laughs> one of those guys. He's got the talent again. You know, he does. Um, and he seems to be motivated to prove the doubters wrong here in this draft. So I think it's a great fit for Seattle. They need cornerback help. Um, I like him better than Trent McDuffie out of Washington, but I do like Gardner better than Stingley. Uh, but nonetheless, I've got Stingley as well here at number nine. So the first time we've agreed on a pick since the Jaguars at number one, we match up at number nine, Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback from LSU. Now to round at the top 10, it's the second time the New York Jets will be on the clock uh, here. I had him going Sauce Gardner in the pick number four. You had them going Thibodeau? Thibodeau. Uh, four. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so who you got them going with at number 10? Um, I think they'll go offensive line with Penning from Northern Iowa. All right, so you're a lot higher on these O-linemen than I am uh, here. I've got them going Drake London, wide receiver, USC. Sitting at number 10, again, they need a dynamic receiver. London gives size and ability. Um, many people have him as their number one receiver as well. And I think if the Jets can walk out of here with a starting defensive player and a starting wide receiver, they'll be sitting in, in a really good spot. But again, wide receiver is deep. They, they can get a good one in the second round, so maybe they wait. Um, I would be very surprised if Trevor Penning is a top 10 uh, player in this draft. Um, I, I would be floored, actually, if he is. So uh, that's a lot of offensive linemen early. It's definitely a possibility, just not the direction that I go. So top 10, Dad, give me your top 10. Again, please. I got Hutchinson, Gardner, Equanu, Thibodeau, Neal, Cross, then Walker, Wilson, Stingley, and Penning. All right. And then I go Jaguars, Hutchinson, Lions, Trevon Walker, Texans, Evan Neal, Jets, Sauce Gardner, Giants, Ekem Equanu, Panthers, Kayvon Thibodeau, Giants, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. Falcons, Malik Willis, first quarterback, Seahawks, Derek Stingley, Jets, Drake, London, the wide receiver. That brings us down to the Washington Commanders. You say, who are those? Well, they used to be the Washington football team. Before that, they were the Washington Redskins. And now they are still the same mess, just with a new name, the Washington Commanders. Come in at number 11. They got a new quarterback in Carson Wentz. They've got some dynamic defensive talent. They've got some dynamic offensive talent. Which direction do you go with Washington here at number 11? Uh, there I go with a good wide receiver, and that's where I had London from USC. All right, so we have them around the same area. Uh, I went with safety Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Uh, highly touted early in the process. After some numbers came out, he kind of started to fall down some boards. At the end of the day, he's the best safety. The commanders need a safety to add to that defense, which has already got a lot of talent on it. Um, I love their wide receiver core. I don't think they need to add to it. I mean, they can but I don't think that's a priority for them. Um, now, maybe if Drake London's there, they they can't pass on him. That's a possibility. But I'm going Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. That brings us to the Minnesota Vikings, a team that would love to get to the Super Bowl, but, you know, they're just not that good. Uh, here they sit at number 12, uh, the Vikings. Again, several different needs. Which direction do you go with them here at 12? Um, this is where I had the safety Hamilton from Notre Dame going. I think they'll go defensive back, and if he's there, I think he's the best guy. 
Yeah, he very well may be. I go defensive back as well. I go Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington, uh, in in here to to Minnesota. I, I like a couple of different spots for Minnesota here. I think they could go edge rusher. I think they could go offensive line if the right guy's there. Um, defensive back though makes a lot of sense uh, for the Vikings here. So I go Trent McDuffie, Washington. You go Kyle Hamilton, safety, out of Notre Dame. That brings us to Houston's second pick. They're at number thirteen. Uh, again, we had them going offensive line with their first pick. We had different people, but both offensive linemen. Uh, number 13, where do you have them going? Um, there I've got, again, um, cornerback. I got McDuffie from Washington. Okay. Um, Houston needs everything. So it, yeah. it doesn't matter where they go as long as they get the right, uh, the best player on their board. And uh, so I've got them going Jermaine Johnson. He's an edge rusher out of Florida State. He was the uh, uh, the the bell of the ball, so to say, there for a while. Um, had some really good off-season workouts and things that everybody was talking about him. Some people even had him going as high as number four. Um, I think he's kind of comes back to reality a little bit. But I think Houston can go out there and get them an edge rusher and Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State there at number 13. Baltimore Ravens. Again, I was thinking about a couple different people for them here at, at 14. Who do you have Baltimore taking? I think got a defensive lineman and take Davis from Georgia. We're on the same page again, Dad. Jordan Davis, uh, defensive lineman from Georgia, best defensive lineman in the draft. Baltimore, uh, I looked at center here, was a, a, was an area I looked at. Tyler Linderbaum was an option I felt like here. But uh, ultimately, I land with Jordan Davis as well. Don't think Davis can fall that much further down the board. Uh, he could be a top 10 pick, but uh, this is where I've got him landing as well at Baltimore. Uh, Philadelphia with their first of two picks in the first round. They're at number 15. Who do you have them going with at 15? Uh, this is where I had Johnson from Florida State. Um, was the best edge rusher there? Definitely a good option if he's there. And there's no doubt about that. I've got Nicobe Dean, middle linebacker from Georgia. I'm a huge Nicobe Dean fan. Again, I said this, I think, before. Uh, kind of like Roquan Smith. You got a, a linebacker that can do it all. And Philadelphia has needs at middle linebacker for sure as well. So I went uh, inside versus outside. Nicobe Dean from Georgia there being the uh, third Georgia Bulldog off the board uh, in my mock draft here, Philadelphia at 15. Number 16, the New Orleans Saints. New staff, um, a lot of questions in the air right now with New Orleans. Which direction do you go with them? I go wide receiver and Williams from Alabama. Okay. Uh, Jamison Williams may end up being the best receiver in this draft. Once he gets healthy, uh, solid pick there. I went um, quarterback, Kenny Pickett, second quarterback off the board. You look at New Orleans, they've got Jamison Winston as their starting quarterback, uh, Andy Dalton as their backup quarterback, but they need a quarterback of the future. I don't think that they believe Jamison Winston is that guy. Uh, and Kenny Pickett seems to be a good fit there, can kind of come in and be the the next Drew Brees there in New Orleans. So I've got Kenny Pickett at number 16. Um, number 17, Dad, you still don't have a quarterback off the board yet, uh, and we're at the Chargers. I don't think quarterback's going here. Who do you got number 17 to the Chargers? No, I've got the other uh, interior lineman from Georgia, Wyatt. Okay, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. There is uh, an interesting pick for sure for the Chargers. Could be a good fit there. I go offensive lineman Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Uh, bolstering that line there. They're already pretty decent on the offensive line, but they definitely need a little bit of help on the outside. So I go 
with Charles Cross, Mississippi State. Just like last year, they let Andrew Slater fall to them. I think this year, uh, a possibility of a great offensive lineman falling to them there at 17 as well. That brings us back to Philadelphia for their second pick. Who do you have them going with at number 18? Well, I wanted this guy to go later to Green Bay, but I think this is where Chris Olave goes. Okay. Uh, So I've got receiver here as well. I've got Jamison Williams, uh, wide receiver from Alabama, falling to them here at 18 and partnering with Devontae Smith there and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Again, Williams is going to miss a little bit of time. You had him going a couple picks earlier. Uh, but I, I think here Philadelphia cannot pass on a guy like Jameson Williams. Olave is an interesting one too. They've got to come out with a wide receiver. I, I question if the, you know, if one of their top three is not there, that maybe they hold off to the second round because there are some good second round talent there as well. Uh, but nonetheless, we both go wide receiver to Philadelphia at number 18. Back to New Orleans. They made some trades to get back into the first round. Um, now they sit at number 19. I had them taking a quarterback. You had receiver. Uh, and with their first pick, just a couple picks before, who do you have at number 19? Um, again, you know, with trading up, maybe they, they did look a quarterback, but here I feel like, you know, this the best player and the guy they should take is linebacker Lloyd from Utah. All right, Devin Lloyd from Utah. So you have New Orleans passing on quarterbacks, both picks. I think they might even package them and move up further and get the quarterback they want. I think, again, mm-hmm. New Orleans is a great option for trading. Uh, trading up in this draft. I haven't gone offensive lineman since they got their quarterback at 16. Kenyon Green from Texas A&M is who I have going to the Saints here at number 19 and uh, continuing to build that offense uh, up there. That brings us to number 20 in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dad, you told me three quarterbacks going in the first round a couple and a couple episodes ago. You haven't had any taken yet. Does the first one go to Pittsburgh? Yes, yes, it does. It'd be Willis from Liberty um, going to Pittsburgh, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't move up to take him earlier. But um, that's where I have uh, the first quarterback going. So you're playing the long game here for points. You're you're a competitor kind of guy. Um, you know that if you can match a quarterback with the team uh, that you get points for. That's that's the direction you're going. Uh, it seems like here. I got Pittsburgh taking Tyler Linderbaum, the center from Iowa. Uh, getting that offensive line built back up. They've got a great running back already there. They've got a quarterback, young quarterback in Mitch Trubisky, not to say that he's their future, although I think he can be. Uh, as I've said many times, I'm all in on the Mitch Trubisky train. But, uh, again, once you get to number 20, if Tyler Linderbaum's still there and you have offensive line needs, I don't think you pass on him. So I got the Steelers going Linderbaum at number 20. Uh, so let's recap real quick, Dad, uh, 11 through 20 for the fine folks listening, uh, starting with the Washington Commanders at 11. I got Washington taking London from USC, then the Vikings taking Hamilton from Notre Dame, uh, Houston taking McDuffie from Washington, uh, Baltimore taking Davis from Georgia, Philadelphia, uh, their first pick taking Johnson from Florida State. Um, and then uh, New Orleans, wide receiver Williams from Alabama, Chargers taking Wyatt from Georgia, and Philadelphia, their second pick, Alave from Ohio State, and New Orleans, um, Lloyd from Utah, and then the Steelers taking Willis from Liberty. All right, and I've got the Commanders with Kyle Hamilton, the Vikings with Trent McDuffie, Texans, Jermaine Johnson, Ravens, Jordan Davis, Eagles, Nicobe Dean, 
Saints, Kenny Pickett, Chargers, Charles Cross, uh, Eagles, Jamison Williams, Saints, Kenyon Green, Steelers, Tyler Linderbaum uh, there to round out the 11 through 20 ranks. All right, that brings us down to pick number 21 and the New England Patriots. There's, I mean, we're just guessing, right, with them. <laughs> who, yeah. do you got, who do you got at number 21? That's it. And let me give a little disclaimer here because we have talked about quarterbacks, and I do think there'll be three in the first round. You're going to see that I only picked two. Um, the third one is definitely going to come on a trade. And as I looked at it, I have no idea where that's going to go. So I said, well, hey, I'm, I'm just going to wait on that one. So I'll only have two, but I do think three will go in the first round. Um, New England, I would go with by far looks like the best player here that would fit was Elam from Florida. All right, so I went uh, Devin Lloyd, Utah, linebacker. Uh, I think he fits the Bill Belichick system. And uh, Elam, I love Elam. I'm a big fan of Elam. I'll get to him in a, in a couple picks. But, uh, I, again, with New England, you're just guessing. Uh, Florida makes sense to some degree. Elam makes sense to some degree. Um, I've got Devin Lloyd. You had Lloyd going several picks earlier. Um, I've got him going here to New England. It brings us to the first of Green Bay's picks. Everyone's saying, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Did you go wide receiver with the Packers at 22? Uh, yes, I, I think I think you have to. As I've really studied the wide receivers, there, like you said, there are a lot of good ones down the line. And I think Green Bay will take two, possibly three wide receivers in this draft. And uh, I've got a guy on the second or third round that I think will be ideal for him. But on this one, I'm going to go with Burks from Arkansas. All right. So when I was looking at my draft board, I got the 22 with Green Bay, and there's a couple of things I went with. Number one, I, I went uh, psychological. There's no way Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst are going to do what the fans want them to do. That would be uh, uh, that would be showing weakness. So I've got Green Bay taking Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman from Georgia, here at number 22. Now, again, you had Wyatt going a couple picks earlier. Um, Green Bay, they've got a decent D-line, but they could use another big piece there and uh, Wyatt could be that piece for them. So I got Devontae Wyatt at Georgia, um, and uh, and I think and you can see everyone just throwing their hands up in the air going, what are we doing? Uh, but we'll cover that more when we get to pick 28. Uh, so that brings us to Arizona at pick 23. Where do you have them going? Um, I've got um, the lineman Johnson from Boston College. All right, Zion Johnson, uh, guard, Boston College. I have Zion Johnson falling out of the first round, Dad, uh, so I don't have him here. I have him an early second-round pick. Uh, I went with Kyir Elam. You had him going to New England a couple picks earlier as well. Cardinals desperately need a cornerback. Um, Kyir Elam is the best one available on my board. Andrew Booth will be an option here as well, I think. Um, that's where I have him going here at 23. Offensive line wouldn't be a bad pick there either uh, for sure. That brings us to the Buffalo uh, – no, it doesn't. It brings us to the Dallas Cowboys at number 24. Dallas, uh, what direction do they go? Um, I've got them taking Linderbaum from Iowa. Okay, so I went offensive lineman Trevor Penning. So we're both thinking the same along the same line. Uh, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. You've got Linderbaum from Iowa. I think Linderbaum just goes earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes 14 to Baltimore. I've got him slated in to go to the Steelers at 20. I'd be a little surprised if he makes it to Dallas just because he is clearly the best center in the draft. Uh, but he very well could slide. But the Cowboys need offensive line help. 
We both go offensive linemen there. Trevor Penning, I go, you go Linderbaum. Uh, now Buffalo at 25. Um, this one, I really wanted to go running back, but I don't, when I look at it, they can probably get that later. And when I looked at players available, I, I here I have the cornerback booth from Clemson. All right. So Buffalo is a team that I changed. I originally did put in Kenny Walker from Michigan state, the running back. Uh, but I too sat there and said, man, number 25, it's a little too rich for my blood. They need a running back, but I just don't think they're going to take one here. Um, I decided to go wide receiver Chris Olave from Ohio State here to Buffalo. Um, I think there's a on, on my board currently, there's a couple of receivers that could make sense here. But Olave is the guy that I have slated into to Buffalo, put him opposite of Diggs, really help out Josh Allen there on the offense. And again, I look back to Cincinnati. We talked about this in the preview episodes. Cincinnati got weapons and it worked. I think Buffalo has to go out and get weapons as well. All right, Tennessee Titans at number 26. Who do you have going here? Um, Tennessee Titans always do weird things with evaluations, and so they're going to take a, a player who's probably a little early, but um, a position they need, I got with the tackle from Tulsa Smith. Oh, okay. Smith did not make my big board for first-round possibilities. <laughs> this uh, is the Titans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what's his first name? Do you know? Um, it starts with a T, but I don't have it in front of me. So okay. T Smith, uh, I, I did not go deep on my offensive lineman. So I apologize for not knowing who that is. Uh, that would be an interesting pick dad. I, I said it in our last episode. I think Titans go quarterback here, get their quarterback of the future as well. So I go Desmond Ritter quarterback from Cincinnati, uh, here to the number 26, Tennessee Titans. You could argue Titans are trying to win now still, but at the end of the day, their, their division's not super strong. It will only get stronger, and therefore I think that they go for the future here uh, with Desmond Ritter. I love the fit. Um, I think there are similarities between him and Tannehill, so he fits the system well, and I think the upside for Ritter is high. So I go Desmond Ritter here to the Titans at number 26, my third quarterback off the board. And that was Tyler Smith, by the way. Thank you. Tyler Smith from Tulsa. Uh, The offensive lineman is who Dad has. All right, 27. Another hard one for me, Dad, Tampa, they don't have great needs necessarily. Um, so they have maybe the most fortunate situation, and they could be a team that looks to move out of the first round uh, here at 27, uh, definitely a trade candidate here as well. But who do you have the Tampa at 27? Well, I think you had this guy going earlier, but I don't. And if he comes down to here, I think it would be Green from Texas A&M. Kenyon Green, the offensive lineman from A&M. Uh, would make sense. They got a, a lineman who retired this year. They lost one to free agency as well. Uh, so it makes sense. The Buccaneers should go offensive lineman. I go Andrew Booth from Clemson. They're a little older at cornerback right now um, and could use some help down the road there as well. So I went Andrew Booth. You had him gone earlier as well, but uh, Clemson to the Bucks. So that brings us to number 28. Dad, you went receiver with the Packers with their first pick. Who do you go here at 28? Well, um, if they do not pick a receiver at 22, then it'll be interesting to see who's making the pick because I'm not sure Gutekunst or Murphy will even be in the building at that point um, with so many fans around. But anyhow, um, the guy I think they can't pass on here is um, edge rusher from Purdue, Karloftis. I like that pick. Um, you know, I had him passing going Devontae Wyatt with their first pick. I have him getting the receiver. You had him taking at 22, falling to them at 28, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. So I have him coming out with 
uh, a defensive lineman, Davante Wyatt, and a receiver in Traylon Burks. You've got Traylon Burks and George Karloftis, who I really do like. Uh, they're going to Green Bay at 28. Uh, Kansas City has back-to-back picks, 29 and 30. What are the two picks you got going for Kansas City? Well, I think they got to go wide receiver, so I've got Dodson from Penn State for one of them. And the other one, I've got the edge rusher from Michigan, Ajabo. I like that one. I went edge rusher as well uh, with their first pick, George Karloftis, uh, that you just talked about to Green Bay. I've got him going there to Kansas City. Uh, Wide receiver, I think they need a wide receiver, but I don't think Dotson is a clear number one. Um, And so for that reason, I have them holding off on that for now. I haven't taken Daxton Hill from Michigan. He's a defensive back. Uh, He can play corner or safety. Uh, he seems to have caught the eye of a lot of scouts and, uh, he might be an early second day pick, but I have Kansas city again, losing Tyron Matthew, um, needing defensive help for sure. Going Karloftis and Hill back to back, uh, here. And, and I like Ajabu too, uh, there the Michigan edge rusher coming off an injury, but he should be able to recover from that and end up being a really solid player. So I think that's a really good pick there for Kansas city as well. Uh, that brings us to number 31, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they've got a couple needs, nothing, nothing drastic necessarily. Uh, they could go more offensive line help or they could go another direction. Which way do you have them going? Um, well, this guy you really like, and you had him going earlier, but since I, I have him still on the board, it was easy. I went with Dean from Georgia. The Kobe Dean, that'd be a great pick. I have him going to Georgia linebacker as well, dad. I got him going Quay Walker, uh, the other Georgia linebacker available in this draft. Um, which rounds out the Georgia players for me in the first round uh, at seven, I believe it is. Quay Walker there to Cincinnati. Again, this one's a little bit up in the air. If N'Kobe Dean's there, by all means, that'd be a great pick. I don't think he's going to drop that far, though. I think, again, he goes before Devin Lloyd. So I think uh, uh, he's gone. But Quay Walker there uh, is who I have. Both of us going linebacker for Cincinnati. And then the Super Bowl champion, Detroit Lions. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Uh, Last pick in the first round goes to the Detroit Lions because they let the Rams win the Super Bowl with their quarterback. Um, Lions sitting here at 32. Which way do you go? Um, This one, I go quarterback. I think they may take a quarterback or a quarterback will go in this spot. And I think it's the guy from Ole Miss. Was a corral is how you pronounce it. Um, and again, I think he, you know, he had the injury, so he's not going to go as early. I think if he goes to a team where, you know, he doesn't have to start right now, he may end up being one of the better guys picked. So dad, you don't have Kenny Pickett in your first round. He's the guy I think will be chosen, but I don't know where he'll be. So I think he'll be the third quarterback. I think he'll go earlier, but again, I, somebody's going to trade up to get him. It may be somebody that's not even with a first round pick. So um, we, we, we'll see where that goes, but there was, I didn't know how to slot that. Okay. So you think Pickett will be the second quarterback off the board? Yes. Okay. All right. Just need to clarify that because some people are going to listen to this go, wait a second. You took yeah. Matt Corral over Kenny Pickett? Okay. Yeah. That he, makes sense. He, right. he, he, may be the first quarter, he may be the first quarterback off the board. I don't know. I think it'd be a mistake, but that could be because, again, I think Willis may 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 drop a little longer, but um, we will see. But I think those two will go first and Corral will be third. All right. Well, I also have Matt Corral here at number 32. I have him as the fourth quarterback off the board for me. 
um, and slotted him in. And I, and I was debating between him and Sam Howell from North Carolina. I think Corral just has a little bit more upside than Howell does. And again, he's not going to be forced to play right away. Jared Goff is there. And maybe someone else trades. I think I think you could see uh, Tampa trade out of the first round. I think you could see Tennessee trade out of the first round. You could see New England trade out of the first round. Uh, you could see maybe Kansas City with two picks there at the end. Uh, the Bengals could trade out. I mean, there are so much possibilities for people trading out of the first round, especially to come up and get these last quarterbacks of the first round as well. Uh, but we agree, Matt Corral, first round pick. So that's interesting, Dad, that you've got you got Corral over Den- Desmond Ritter as well then. Yes, yes, I do. I, I, I think Corral's got great amount of upside as long as you don't have to have him be the starter this year. I think he's a guy you want to take. Now, again, he may go later on, um, you know, in the second round or whatever, but I, I think he's a guy that, that, that could be a kind of steal. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. So that rounds out our mock draft spectacular. Uh, I'm posting my mock draft on bellyupsports.com. It'll be available. It should be available later Monday uh, for you to go up, pull up, and see and read. I've got a few comments. There are more comments here, of course, on the podcast. Dad, we are Packer fans, and uh, Packers have two first-round picks. Do you expect the Packers to make two picks in the first round, or do you expect them to trade either up or out of the first round with at least one of those picks? I think they'll they'll have two picks in the first round. I think they will keep them unless there's somebody, you know, they can move up and but I don't think they'd give up both first round picks to move up um from there. So they may try to move up. I'm not sure, but um I would expect them to make two first round picks. They might get rid of one of their seconds, but I, I think making those first five picks would make a lot of sense for them and they may just stay right there. All right, and what do they need to come out of the first round with if they stick with two? I know what we have slotted, but if you're just saying, man, they've got to come out of the the first round with these two positions or these two needs, what would those be? Um, Again, I think wide receiver, and I think defense will be the next one to go. Like I said, Carl Loftus could be a defensive lineman from there, could be a offensive lineman um if there's somebody you know really high that they have a shot out there or if somebody really falls um i think the player in this first round it could be interesting i don't know he may fall and i think whoever gets him is going to get a real impact player is the linebacker from utah i think lloyd i think it's kind of a tricky one he may go real early he may really drop and i think whoever gets him probably going to be somebody that can help right away yeah, I agree as far as his, his abilities and stuff. I think linebacker's pretty deep this year, too. And I said it before, I love Chad Muma out of Wyoming. Um, he's a second-day pick, probably a second-round, possibly third-round draft pick. I love what he can bring to the team. Brad Osamoa, differing opinions on him from Oklahoma, an option. Leo Shanala, a Wisconsin guy there as well, uh, doesn't, I, to my opinion, doesn't fit Green Bay, but um, he's another linebacker. I just I love what the linebacking group is this year, that inside linebacker group there as well. I think Green Bay could surprise people with stuff like O-line, um, cornerback uh, as well are, are options for them, even though they've got a pretty solid cornerback room right now um, to be able to go out and get a guy if, if somebody falls to the right spot. You know, makes a lot of sense there. 
I mean, of all the years, you think wide receiver is a must for Green Bay. But again, there's so many good wide receivers. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't take a wide receiver in the first round and they wait till the second round and maybe grab two in the second or two on day two um, there as well. Man, people will be irate. But again, Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, they don't seem to care what anybody thinks. So they're going to do do their thing and get the best players they think are available uh, there as well. Uh, Jamison Williams, Dad, I want to cover him real quick as well. You had him going to the Saints uh, in the mid-teens there, I think at number 16. I had him going to the Eagles at 18. Um, out of these wide receivers, who do you think is going to be the best one long-term uh, in the NFL? Um, you know, that, that I, in all honesty, I think maybe they're, they're kind of even – Four or five. You just, part of it depends on what team they go to and uh, who they have for a quarterback and what they do. You're right, though. Williams may very well, um, you know, have the most potential. Um, you know, apart from his injury, he might have been um, the number one. But um, it, you know, again, I think you know Wilson from Ohio State's the first guy in the draft, and I don't think he'll you'll miss with him or London. The guy I like is not a first-round guy. It's George Pickens from Georgia. Man, if Green Bay could come out of the draft with George Pickens, I'd be so excited for what they get and what they're getting from here. Uh, neither one of us had a running back in the first round. Uh, I mean, what's the chances? You think a running back has any chance to go? Again, you get down to the late late part of the draft, running back's just not an area of need for those teams, and, and you're starting then to get that fifth-year quarterback option there as well. Um, but Brees Hall – and uh, Kenny Walker, kind of the two guys you're looking at, looking at their running backs, if anyone. Yeah, there are some good running backs, but they could easily go later in the second, maybe even get one early in the third. Um, I think you'll have some running backs that can play and play next year for people. But like I said, it's not really a thing of need, and I don't think it'll be in the first round. And I think that's kind of where you're at with tight end. Also, we don't have any tight ends in the first round. There are some good tight ends and people are going to go after them. And a lot of them may go in the second round also. Yeah. Trey McBride, that's where I was going next. Uh, he's, he's probably the only first round talent tight end. If anybody's going to take one, they would take from Colorado state. I think there's a big possibility. I think you got teams like Tampa, um, Tennessee, even, uh, Green Bay possibility there as well. So I think tight end to Cincinnati is a possible for tight end uh, there also. So there's there's an option there for tight end. Um, going into this, I was thinking definitely for sure a running back will go in the first round. But I just, at this point, you know, again, how does the board fall? Buffalo's the, the definitely the running back needy team. Um, are they willing to take one there at 25? Do they move down? All that kind of stuff plays into it, of course as well all right well there you go there's our mock draft and again dad you've got a lot of early uh offensive linemen going a couple guys we did not mention bernard raymond from central michigan um is it was not mentioned in either of our draft picks you went zion johnson in the first round the guard i i'm not gonna pick him i got Kenyon green over zion johnson uh there i went four quarterbacks you put two in your mock draft but say three will go uh, you're playing to win. You're not playing to <laughs> to predict as much. So uh, that's fine. You got uh, you say three will end up going 
Um, I'm looking real quick. Wide receivers, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, no, I've got five receivers in the first round. And you had six, I think, receivers in six, the first yes, round. So yeah, I have six. Uh, Dotson's a guy I like a lot, too. I think, though, the team will snag him early in the second round uh, there as well. And, again, George Pickens is a guy I just absolutely love. He's a second-day pick. I uh, would love to see him in Green Bay as well. Uh, cornerbacks, we both went Sauce Gardner first. Derek Stingley second. Trent McDuffie third. Uh, Kyer Elam fourth. And, and Andrew Booth fifth. Uh, so we all had the, the same order, different teams, but uh, same order there. For those cornerbacks, I added Dax Hill uh, from Michigan in there as well. Both had Kyle Hamilton going relatively high. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson going number one. Uh, and then you added Ojabu from Michigan. I did not have him in, but uh, between him, Boye Mafe, uh, Arnold Ibikete, that uh, I think could all possibly go. Uh, but again, I see them being able to slide into that um, that that second round. But Kansas City's a great spot for an edge rusher too. So I think that was a good good selection there uh, as well. All right, I want to remind people you can enter into the Sports Stove Mock Draft uh, contest. By emailing your mock draft to sportstove at bellyupsports.com or messaging through uh, Twitter or Instagram at sportsstove. And uh, one point for each player that you correctly put in the first round, five points to each uh, correctly matched team and pick, two points to the correct team but the wrong pick, two points to the correct pick and the wrong team. No trades allowed in this contest. If you have a trade, you are disqualified. The winner receives a Hot Logic stove for your vehicle uh, there at the end of round one coming up this Thursday. Uh, Dad, anything else you want to cover before we call it a day? No, I mean, it really should be a great draft. And like I said, you know, people are going to fall. You know, like I said, I had my offensive lineman earlier. If they fall, boy, it's really going to help teams um, get somebody good there and uh, bulk up. Uh, out of curiosity, have you looked at it? How how many trades do you think will be in this first round? Boy, there's potential for an absolute ton of them. Just thinking how the offseason has gone so far, right? Um, yeah. I would say yeah. there would be a possibility of, I'll call it five, but I mean, <laughs> there could be a ton of trades. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think at least five, and I would think seven would really make sense. I think there'll be a lot of move, m- moving around, um, and we'll find out who people have on their board pretty quick because I think some of the moves will come in the first few if they're going to start early. Yeah, I I mean you got so many teams with multiple picks in the first round. Those guys are looking to continue just to to you know make the most of those picks. So it might be picking a guy that's there. It might be moving back and uh and accumulating more picks, even future first round picks. You've got all these teams that have questionable quarterback situations. Well, next year's the quarterback draft. So if you can get a first round pick next year and kind of continue to build up as some teams have already done, build up that capital for next year's draft still is a possibility as well and then again those teams at the bottom of the first round really i would say from buffalo on down to detroit 25 to 32 prime spots for guys to move up and get quarterbacks there at the end of the first round as well so uh, yeah i think there'll be a lot of movement and again you look at this offseason i mean good night we had tyree kill and Devonte adams traded this offseason we had russell wilson 
traded this offseason. I mean, it, there is movement, and there'll be plenty more. Plenty more to come as well. All right, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. Go visit shockedenergy.com to get yourself an energy drink and use the code STOVE. Get 10% off your purchase. We'll be back on Wednesday with an all-new local hour edition of the Sports Stove podcast. And uh, we'll be back on uh, – I'm not sure if we'll be back on Friday yet or not, Dad. Uh, we might even push back to a Saturday episode uh, to try to cover a little bit more draft talk uh, from there. But we'll get all that figured out and out on social media as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports